Home sweet home. That's the classic saying, right? Well, not in this house. It's home sweat home. It's true. I say it. Sometimes the boys giggle and think it's hilarious, and other times I get, Ooh, Mom, that's gross. Don't say that. But I cannot help myself. It all started way back at Six Flags Magic Mountain. I was there with a girlfriend, and she was a rocker. You know who you are. And she convinced me to go into the recording studio and sing our rendition of Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home. And we did. And that is a hard song to sing. You really need that high falsetto. And, oh, I, don't, I just don't have it. Um, but we did it. And we got our souvenir tape to take home. And whomever typed up that label misspelled the word sweet and typed sweat. And I have been saying it ever since. You're listening to Under My Roof. I'm Christina Rice, your host. I'm a real estate agent. I'm creative to my core. And home is my therapy. I'll guide you through this fun and creative podcast where together we'll decorate our homes one corner at a time. We'll get organized and tackle simple but chic DIY projects. We'll encourage each other to explore doing more of what we love and work on improving ourselves in little ways that make big impact on our daily lives. We'll chat with experts and have some real conversations about building an intentional life in this busy world. You're listening to Under My Roof, Episode 2. Today, I'll be preparing you on how to define your true meaning of home, covering how we can connect, and I'll probably go off on a tangent or two about what's actually happening under my roof in a little segment called Dirty Laundry. Well, hello! Well, first, I have to say I am so excited that you're here to do this with me. This is great. We are going to have so much fun. We're turning our houses into a home, decorating one corner at a time, and living, really living our lives on our terms. Amen. But before we get this party started we are going to have to do a little soul searching. Before we get to the decorating and creating a home that we love with real intention, we need to build our foundation. And our foundation begins with our definition of home, your definition of home. So what does home mean to you? All right, so if you are anything like me, you are going to want to write this out. I love to just get my feelings out, right? So grab a journal, and now that I think about it, it's probably a good idea to get a brand new journal for this project because we can document this whole process of our home journey. There you go. There it is. It's the home journey journal. (laughs) That is perfect. But really, in all seriousness, I do think this is a pretty good idea. You can track this whole process, track your projects, keep notes about your projects, and then you can look back and see what worked, 
what didn't, how you've grown, and I think it could be really cool, this home journey journal. All right, so I'm going to be asking you to brainstorm all of your thoughts and feelings on home without editing yourself. So really, just start writing and get it all out. And I will lay out some bullet points uh, later on. So if you do need help, those should be a jumping off point for you. But if you don't need that, really just go for it and start writing. However, I don't suggest a quick and dirty, sterile definition that can be summed up in one sentence. You really are going to want a very full and rich, wide-ranging description of what home means to you. And I want it to include thoughts and feelings, maybe memories and desires. Include specific things that you want in your home. And you can even reference specific rooms and what feelings you want to get from those rooms. Uh, The definition should be both realistic and it can be optimistic. All right, so if you're still not really sure where to start, let me just break it down one time. No, um, let me give you some jumping off points to help you get started. All right, so I'm going to be asking for feelings a lot because home is such an emotional place for me. Um, I'm assuming that for some of you that is also true. So go ahead and include those feelings. How do you want to feel when you're in a specific room? Um, How do you want other people to feel when they come over to your house? Uh, Please write those things down. Those are important. Then think about all the things you want to do in your home and preferably things that are fulfilling, right? Because that's part of this living a really full and intentional life and doing things that make us happy. Write down some of those things and then jump over to features in your home. What are some features that you love? Um, Maybe you don't even have them in your home yet, but you want to have them. Things that excite you, things that turn a house into a home. And then go ahead and just jot down anything else that comes to mind. Maybe memories of a childhood home or tap into some senses too. Smells that take you to a special place, home-baked bread. I don't know. I love home-baked goods and the smell. They just transport me. All right, so is this starting to make sense? Really, nothing can be wrong that you write down. This is your definition of home. All right, so after you've gotten it all out, you're really confident you just poured yourself into that journal. Close it. Close it up. Sleep on it. And you can look at it the next day or maybe over the next couple of days and fine tune it, edit it, do whatever you need to do to get it to a point where it feels truly authentic to you. Let me clarify, if you don't come up with this one long cohesive definition that just pours out of you, that's okay because mine isn't that way either. Some of it is and some of it isn't. I have some longer pages where I'm just throwing up all over the page. And other times I have these small little paragraphs, thoughts, memories, some visions. But really, all of those do make up my definition of home. They're very meaningful to me. So I wanted to make sure they were in there. 
I'm just going to share some of mine with you at the risk of embarrassing myself because I am super corny. I mean, I know it. I romanticize everything and that's just who I am. This is the part where I'm going to go cue up some cheesy music, but I do want you to know this is part of my definition of home and I literally plucked this out of my home journey journal for you. When I close my eyes and picture life in the home of my dreams, I hear my boys' laughter before they approach the front door, which of course is a Dutch door. The top half of the door is open. Sunlight is beaming in along with a slight breeze. They burst through the door as I hurry to get the scones on the plates. They hang their backpacks then follow the warm blueberry scent into the kitchen. I steal a hug. And over a big glass of milk, we enjoy our scones, and they tell me all about their day before running out the back door. I watch them from the big kitchen window with a smile. The backyard is filled with wildflowers, a large oak, and lots of space to run and explore. So you're probably thinking, how is that a definition of home? That's just like some cheesy Hallmark commercial. (laughs) Well, not to me, my friends, not to me. This signifies a life that is welcoming and open. In this scenario, my boys look forward to coming home. And this is so important to me because I want them to love coming home now of course, when they're teenagers, and when they are grown men that have their own families, I still want them to love coming home. I also love cooking and baking. The kitchen really is my happy place. And spending this short time with them may seem insignificant, but it's those little simple moments that I long for. You'll also notice that this starts outside in the front before the boys even come inside. And this is so important to me. I want people to just look at the house and already have a feeling. And of course, in real estate, this is curb appeal, but it's so much deeper than that. I don't care who you are. I want you to feel something when you look at my house. And when you're my boys specifically, I want them to be able to just step up on the lawn and say, we're home. And the last part really is the flow. You know, the boys come in, they come to the kitchen, they have a snack, and they are out in the back. And again, this applies to everybody. I just can't stress this enough. I really want you to be drawn in, and I want a really great flow where you can't help but be sucked out into the back for some kind of adventure. Okay, so all of this is in your journal, and writing it out is one thing, but how does it translate to Pinterest, right? Your second assignment after you write out what home means to you in your journal and you have a real strong understanding of your definition of home, you will be moving over to Pinterest and you'll begin building your board. Now, this is basically your vision board for your true meaning of home. I admit I was a little worried that I would not be able to find corresponding images that I could pin that really could 
I guess, live up to the visuals that I had in my head or the emotions that I was feeling about home. But it ended up being really easy. Okay, I pulled out some of the keywords and phrases right from my journal, and I found so many options. I searched for Dutch doors, big backyards, scones, kitchen with baking supplies, kitchen with big windows, big tree in backyard. I mean, all kinds of things were popping up, and Pinterest is so good about suggesting similar images that I found all kinds of fun things, quotes about home, and it was just a lot of fun, and I'm very satisfied with my board. Now it's your turn to build your board, and I assume that most of you already do have a Pinterest account. If you don't, go ahead and just set one up, and once you're set up, follow me so you can see what I'm doing each week on Pinterest as it relates to this podcast, and you can find me at pinterest.com slash thepocketre, and that is T-H-E-P-O-C-K-E-T-R-E. All right, so once you're set up, create a new board and name it. You can name it What Home Means to Me. That's what I named mine, Under My Roof, What Home Means to Me. So once you're set up and you've pinned images that defined your meaning of home, share them with me. I can't stress enough that I do want you to follow me because you'll get to see what we're doing from week to week. And then I really do want you to share your boards with me. I'm just so curious to see your vision of home. Start with these ideas and then manifest physically in your space. I can't wait to see what you are going to teach me and how our lives are going to change for the better. And really, where are we going with this? The possibilities just seem limitless, and that is so exciting to me. And one last thought on this. How lucky are we to connect with others who love life and love their home? We are connecting with our kind of people. Am I right? Next, for ease of communication, I've created a Facebook group called Under My Roof. Click join, answer a few questions, and we'll get you approved to start posting in the group. If you have questions, ask here. If you have images you want to post of your home, post here. Even videos are welcome, whatever you want to do. Tell us how you're improving your life for the better. Show us what's going on inside your house. Um, Like I said, ask questions. This is where we will support each other. Negative people will get the boot. We are optimistic here, and I think it's important that we have a chance to communicate as close to in real time as possible about our projects and progress so we can keep moving forward. Lastly, let's connect on Instagram. I'm at the pocket RE, and besides on Pinterest, I'm on Instagram the most. I'm visual, so I really enjoy this platform a lot. I feel like it's a positive place, and I'm often inspired by others on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook that much except for in the group, so to interact and learn about new things, about what I'm up to, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Send me messages too, that's great. I'd love to follow you back. Woo, that was a lot of talking at you. Um, But that's it for our homework. Uh, You should do the right thing. Cut this podcast off right now and go do the work. And then reward yourself by doing something that you love. We all need to do more of what we love in life. So give yourself permission to do it. It doesn't have to be anything big. But 
If you have a few more minutes, you can stay for laundry. Dirty laundry. There is dirty laundry under my roof, and I like to keep a tidy house. I'm going to tackle this dirty laundry before it piles up. Listener discretion is advised. I've owned a home since I was 24 years old. And we've owned some beautiful homes over the years. And we've fixed up some pretty ugly ones, too. I live and breathe for homes. Homes are my thing. But here we are, currently sandwiched between two families in an apartment with two very active boys and very ugly carpet. So if you remember from episode one, we sold our family home, packed up and moved across town, but I just wasn't happy where we were living. I really missed our view of the mountains. I needed open space and trees and birds. And when I mentioned moving to Xander, I was surprised he agreed. I mean, I secretly call him Captain No, because it seems like he says no to all of my wild and crazy ideas the first time, and maybe even the second time. But when he agreed, I thought, oh my gosh, I need to jump on this before he changes his mind. So not only were we packing up our lives in these 30 days, but we were touring prospective schools for the kids and applying to these schools before the deadlines. If we didn't get into our school of choice, I needed to make sure that we lived within a specific boundary to get into our second choice. This was not easy, and we ended up in an apartment. The views are pretty spectacular here. I got my trees and my mountains, and yes, I did get my birds, lots of sweet little birds, right outside our balcony. And yes, a balcony. We are on the second floor, and this is hard with two boys who are very active that are used to a back door where you can just run outside and be free. But I figured we could do this, knowing that it was temporary. So not only did we rent an apartment, but I think we rented the world's largest storage unit to hold all of our other stuff. And don't even get me started on this storage unit. I have to take on that project. I don't need half of what's in there, and it's killing me. That is a car payment, and a pretty nice car at that. Anyway... I didn't bother to decorate this apartment at first. It Well, except for the kitchen. I did buy a new colorful rug and some fabric to make a little window treatment. And I put up some art and some things on the walls because I do spend a lot of time in there. So it needed to make me happy. But I didn't bother to decorate the rest of the place. I kind of figured that we would find our next fixer. And yes, I always buy fixers. I just love to make the space my own. And if I can rip out an old ugly kitchen and do it my way from the get-go, I am on board. And so I thought, why bother with this place? I'm going to find that fixer right around the corner. Or we'll find our land. So here we are, still in our little apartment sandwich. (laughs) And I realized I wasn't living my life. Just because our house hunt has stalled doesn't mean that my life has to stall. And I wasn't doing the things that I love. I wasn't having friends over. We weren't having play dates because I was embarrassed. It's really the carpet that's holding me back. I'm telling you, I am a lover of wood. You'll learn that about me. If I could have hardwood floors, I wouldn't be embarrassed of this place, I swear. But this carpet, we have shag. 
It's a tri-color shag. It's a fancy shag. A nice tan and light brown and brown. I call it the mocha chocolata carpet. Oh, and I've been asked, if you hate your carpet so much, why didn't you just pick a unit on the first floor? Well, the first floor doesn't have the views, so I am living with the mocha chocolata. My solution? I'm using every area rug I have. And yes, I have a rug on the rug, on the rug, on another rug. So why am I sharing this? Well, two reasons, really. Right? I'm done hiding. We went through that in episode one as well. I don't want to hide my carpet anymore and live a lie. (laughs) But, you know, we were supposed to be here for a year, and we are still here. And I have treated this apartment as temporary for too long. I need to move on. I need to make it mine. We did move around a bit after selling our family home, and it is difficult with kids. And so I am okay with sitting tight until we find the right place for us. And I am going to start decorating this place one corner at a time. And you know what they say, life happens when you're making other plans. So the minute I start decorating, we'll probably find something. But hey, I'm okay with that because I'm living my life now. So throughout this podcast, I will be working to decorate the Jade Palace. Yes, that's what we call our place. We call it the Jade Palace. And no, it isn't jade, nor is it a palace in any way. We named it after the Jade Palace and Kung Fu Panda, because when we head back upstairs from a long day of swimming at the pool, or even a tough workout at the gym, to get back to our unit, we have to take many, 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 many steps to get back. So naturally, we reenact the scene when Poe climbs up to the Jade Palace for the first time before he becomes the Dragon Warrior. So that, my friends, is the dirty laundry for the day, or should I say, dirty carpet. But I don't want to leave on that note. (laughs) I just can't. It's too dirty. All right, so let me indulge a little and talk about land. It is my dream to build our family home from the ground up. Now, will this be our next home? Probably not. Maybe if I get lucky and actually find the right piece of land. But it is a dream of mine to build our family home. And as I sit here at my desk, I do have a floor plan tacked to my wall that I'm working on, and I'm very excited about it. I call it Modern Prairie. And as much as I want to build this dream house, you know, I have a lot of great ideas, and the kids have contributed all of their ideas, and we're collecting them, and it feels wonderful. Lately, I have been thinking, I need to travel more. I've really had that yearning to just get out and see the world. I think it'll really shape how I want to design our dream home. And that's also part of what I want to explore to do more of what we love. So I might need your help on this, traveling with kids and making it happen. I'm going to need some support on this, but this is something that I want to commit to because I really think not only will it shape the kids and give them 
perspective about different cultures and appreciating home, like I said, I think it'll really be an inspiration for the design and the decor for my dream home and possibly even the apartment, right? New inspiration and new ideas. So let me turn this question over to you. What is it that you want to be doing right now in your life that you're not currently doing? Like for me, we're just not traveling enough. What about you? What is it that will give you that sense of fulfillment? And maybe it isn't something that's easy, but with proper planning and support and really buckling down and and making a plan of action to make it happen, could you accomplish? So I'm going to leave you on that note. Think about what it is that you want to do that you're not currently doing. And it might seem scary or you immediately think, I can't do that. Well, think again. And thanks for listening. Next week on Under My Roof, we'll be defining our personal style for our homes. And we'll be building our style boards for our home projects on Pinterest. I'm Christina Rice. Until next time.